0: You're about to listen to a message from the Life Point Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart.
1: Amen. All right. Um, so just by way of introduction, I, I, I suspect everybody knows them in the room, but just to mention Captain Kende is a pilot, and um, uh, Bumi is J-Booms of Shredder Gang. Yes, 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 we love her. <laughs> we love her because uh, all those are smoothies and uh, exercise routines and... Um, the very different, let's not go into this, some of us are on a journey, that's a summary of it. (laughs) All right, so um, I'm just going to get right into it. Would you please um, introduce yourselves to us and tell us how you met? So maybe Mrs. George, you want to go first?
2: Okay, perfect. Good evening, everyone, and thank you so much for the invitation. Um, How did we meet? So, Background story is, he is my older brother's best friend.
3: (laughs) It's it's okay if you marry her, so.
2: (laughs) Let me wear my glasses so I can see you guys properly. Um, So he's my older brother's best friend, and I had always kind of known him, of course, because of my older brother. And um, I came to Nigeria, I was living in Toronto, so I came to Nigeria in 2012 for a wedding. And... I went for a bridal shower and I just took a picture and I posted it on Instagram. No,
3: was a Facebook.
2: Well, I shared it to Facebook, right? And he saw it, because he was following me on Facebook and he saw it. And he slid into my DM. <laughs> 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 um and then he and then the message read, I will fly to Canada and take you on a date.
1: Oh,
4: ah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And me, I was like. What's wrong with this Um Honestly, first of all, I was like, what's wrong with this guy? Like, from where to where? Like, how do you just send me that sort of message, right? Um, and then I just said, lol, I'm in Lagos. And he's like, oh, my God, send me your number. And I sent him my number. I don't think you called me, actually. No, he didn't call me. He was now forming, right? Um, he didn't call me. And I was like, how is this guy not calling? But I wasn't interested. So why was I wanting him to call me? Anyway, he called me. I think I then asked him for his BBM pin. And then I added him, and then we Some started people talking. Some
1: don't know what BBM is. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't miss an opportunity to just. Um, and then
2: um, he, we started talking, and one day we talked for a while, and then he said, you know what, he was gonna come and take me out. And then we went out, and, and I'll tell you the funny story about when we went out. So we went out to this um, bakery, it was a restaurant, and they, anyway. It was, an, it was a Sunday evening, just like this, right? And um, he picked me up from home. We went, and me, thank God my eye was not big. Even though this girl would be been in big trouble. Anyway, <laughs> hear this story. He had 1,000 naira in his wallet only. <laughs> yep. And um, I then picked a slice of cake and water i think the slice of cake was like maybe 700 naira and the water was like 100 naira or whatever and so when he opened his wallet let's change for him so he, he i saw 1000 and i was like is this guy a joker? Yeah.
1: like how, like
2: what if i came here i was like you know i want to eat this 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 anyway that didn't happen we had such a great conversation on our way home um he cracked me up a lot, i laughed a lot um but i was just like yeah like nah, nah, nah. Nothing gonna happen, and it was not because of the one kill. I just, I just felt like hey, I don't think anything's gonna happen between both of us. But here we are, ten years later.
5: Yeah,
3: awesome.
1: So I, I, I have been told that there are always two sides to the story. Yeah, and I think we want to hear the captain's side.
3: Good evening, everyone. My name is Kenny George, and um, yeah, married to Bumi. Um, like she said, I was, well, I'm still friends, very good friends with her brother. We used to, at one point, we were inseparable, uh, best friends, and I've always known Bumi. And for whatever reason, it's not like I was in the habit of dating my friend's younger sisters or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, it never happened. It never happened before. I have a twin sister, um, and same thing. I never... Dated any of our friends or anything. I always respected boundaries. So it never occurred to me. But like she said, she posted a picture up and it came up on Facebook and she was wearing this really nice dress. And uh, yeah, it was a really nice dress. It was green. Yeah, it was army green. Army green.
1: So you want to buy and look for army green
3: dress. <laughs> it's well with you. Yeah, it was, it was an army green dress. So. Um, and all the while I just assumed like she, had, she wasn't in Nigeria or whatever, and um, she took this picture and I don't know if you know what a, a terrazzo floor is, is this black and white stone floor that is common in Nigeria. So I saw the floor and I was like, for sure this guy is in Nigeria. As you know. So I just sent a message, knowing fully well that she was in Nigeria. I was like, "Ah, I'll fly you to Canada to take you on a date," and I just laughed at myself. Ha ha ha! She's in Nigeria, and then she replied. And for a, for a few days, I just froze, like, "Okay, so what's your plan? What are you going to do?" You know. But eventually, we hooked up, and um, at that time, I was unemployed. I came back home um, after my pilot training, looking for a job. So it wasn't like I just used to get. Um, handouts for my parents or my siblings or whatnot, but it wasn't like I had money or anything like that. So, but it was an interesting time. It was a time to uh, build my confidence, you know? And it was the perfect time. It was perfect season to actually meet a partner because you know that I, I knew that she would love me for the person I was, not about what was around me, you know? So at that time, we just, we met up and we just clicked. Everything just worked out perfectly. Um, and from the first day we got talking, I really knew that I was going to marry her. Yeah, he told me. It's not. It's not a. It's not a joke. It's, re, it's real. As in, I really knew that I was going to marry her. And. Um, and. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one k story. Yeah, yeah. There was there was one k Yeah, there was one k but. Uh, I mean, God was on my side, what can I say? <laughs> yeah. So
1: They said you did not buy anything, obviously. No, I, I, I,
3: didn't, I, didn't, I didn't buy anything.
1: Staying at, staying at
3: her was good enough for me. He gave
1: it all, like his father <laughs> just gave it all. Alright, thank you so much um, both for sharing. So there are like several things there that you've mentioned, you know. You knew you wanted to marry her, you slid into her DM. Um, you don't do your friends, siblings, or younger ones and things like that. So I, I, I would like to ask, and I'm sure someone here is wondering, um, what was the attraction? Yes, yeah, so you guys grew up together, so you already knew her. And it's something very important that you said. You said you knew that she would accept you for who you were, as at that time. You know. How did you come to all of these realizations? Because I feel like guys in the room would like to know that, yeah? How did, you, how did you know, step, I mean, you had never even spoken to her, and yet you knew that no. she would accept me, that she was not a typical Lagos girl. Whether there's a different type of water they drink in Toronto that recalibrated her. But yeah. please let us know. How did you know? Uh,
3: to be honest, I didn't know that she was going to accept me. Um, there's something for me, I've always been straightforward about my life and what I want to do. Um, Like I said, I got back from flight school and I was unemployed and a couple of my pilot friends, like we usually do have barbecues and have friends over, like regular friends, right? And I went to this party and um, I just sat down and watched everybody mingle and have a few drinks and laughs and whatnot. And some girl sat down beside me and we got talking and she was like, along the conversation she was like, so where do you work? And I told her, I said, currently I'm unemployed. I'm I'm looking for a job. And no jokes. In less than two minutes, she just stood up. And and I just giggled in myself. I was like, I mean, I knew I dodged the bullets by that, simply doing that. So the reason I'm saying that is because a lot of my other friends, despite the fact they were unemployed at the time, they actually would tell people, oh, "I'm flying for Eric, I'm flying for this, I'm flying for that," and uh, they would drive their friend's car, looking really nice, and then the girl believed that, "Oh, this is a, this is a husband material kind of thing." And I never did any of that. In fact, that particular day, I walked home. It wasn't, it wasn't like I couldn't get a car, but I just happened to take a walk home, you know, that day. So, um, because I was being real with her. And um, we talked about certain things, and even after the first dates, we were able to, I mean, talk normally, like be at my brother's house or come to my parents' house, and not be awkward that she's coming to my parents' house or whatever. And I, it was just, I just knew that I knew her, I knew her background, obviously, I knew her siblings. She knew my background, and nowadays it was just for me. I just felt that it was just better to go with somebody that I'm comfortable with. And that's how that happened. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much for
2: that. Can I chip please. in something? Yes, please. Um, so, when we went on that first date, um, I, I told him, I said, because I did have a crush on him when I was growing up. Oh, right. So... <laughs> So I said it. so I'm not I'm, I'm not like just like him. I'm very straightforward And I think that's why we kind of vibe very well. I like we're a good team because uh, we're very honest So I'm not a fronter. I don't overfront. I don't overdo things if I what you see with me is what you get and um, I don't really hold back. I give my all and so I said and I just said it I just said I said I oh, do you know I had a crush on you when I was young and he was like, oh really and he said in that moment he, something clicked to him and said, you know what? This is her, right? And because the,
3: the typical Nigerian girl will not tell you that. Even if she had a crush on you, she'll probably not tell you. Or pay any compliments. That's another thing, yeah. So,
2: so I think for, for, for him, that was kind of one of the, the things that made him say, okay, you know what? And I guess I didn't really care about money as well. Um, he didn't really, he didn't, no, he didn't really have, he didn't have anything. So when I told people that we started from zero, they'd be like, eh, zero. We, he literally didn't have anything. He didn't have a car. He didn't have anything. But I just liked him. I just liked the company that we had. Right? So, so I wasn't, so he wasn't, he didn't look like this 10 years ago. I always, I always tease him. I say he was very skinny. He was very tall. I liked a different type of guy. Right? Um, he was not my type. Um... You know, there's a certain type of guy that I like, but I always just found I was always gravitating towards him. Why? I, I don't want to like you, but I'm liking you, right? Um, so that's, that's it, yeah, that's just what I was gonna add.
1: Awesome, so very vital point you both touch on, which is honesty. And I find that that's lacking a lot of relationships, um, especially in our generation. Um, honest and open communication, and even just honesty in general. Um, there's, there's the strong need and urge to package to put up a front, a facade that doesn't exactly exist. You know, look a certain way, and then when you are, when they marry you, you now show the real you. You know, um, and I find that that has caused a lot of people to be heartbroken um, and to be deeply hurt. So I I I celebrate your journey and and your story because you're sharing like real truths with us tonight. And guys, just. Note your questions down because we're going to come to you very soon um, so you can ask these questions. But, uh, Bumi, I want to ask, so you didn't like money. Just in case someone here, some guy here is feeling like you're not the normal, typical female. That, that isn't to say or generalize that all women like money. There are exceptions. But everybody likes a certain level of comfort. You know, and security, thank you very much. But being with him at that time, how did you deal with maybe, okay, so family, your families were probably friends and all, so that's fine, but your friends, um, maybe when you guys started dating, how did you deal with that? Because I find that some women would lie about what their bae is doing, You know, what he's earning, what type of car he's driving, just to put up a front and, and, and to be comfortable you know, how did you manage all of that? Um, so I'll tell, uh, I'll tell a
2: story first before I then answer your question. Um, because when I came to Nigeria at that point, he was not the only person that was on my case. If I remember correctly, there were about eight. Uh, yeah, honestly. Um, it was, uh, honestly, it was, it was a lot. I remember going for a wedding one time, and there were like five guys trying to get my number. And my cousin was with me, and he took a picture and sent, put it on Twitter and sent to my brothers to say, I have four older brothers, to say, ah, your sister is Nigeria, like, like hot cake, like everybody is on her case. Um, So it wasn't just him. Um, There were eight eligible bachelors on my case, and I um, kind of was just eliminating them one after the other, of course, with the help of the Holy Spirit. Um, I always say that I didn't I didn't. I, I had a clear head on my shoulder, even though I was very young. Because when I met him, I had just turned 24. Um, and so I knew what I wanted out of a marriage, if, if that makes any sense, even at that age. I, I knew, uh, maybe because of my parents' ma- marriage. My parents are still together, but I wouldn't say that they had a great marriage. And so I was not being stupid about what I wanted. And so I, it came down to two guys, Kendi and another guy. And this other guy was very rich. In fact, this guy used to, used to fly around in private jets. No kidding. Um, he had a house in Banana Island. In fact, the first time that he took me out, he closed down half of the, half of the restaurant, put like a barricade so that people would not see us. Like, he had money. Um, and then he was also looking for somebody who wasn't into money, right? He just wanted someone that was just liking for him. So I remember the first time we went on a date actually, uh, I just wore regular uh, flats. And that was the first thing he noticed. He said, oh, I like, he said nice shoes. And I knew that he said nice shoes, not because his shoes were nice, it was because he's, he, already, he already saw that I wasn't trying to impress him. Right? Because, of course, I'm sure you've you, 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 I heard about him. He's kind of, quite a popular guy. Um, anyway, um, so we went on several dates. I was talking to Kennedy as well, talking to this guy, um, trying to decide. And everyone just wanted me to. Go with this other guy. Why? Because he had money. Nobody had even really met him, to be honest. Um, but yeah, he, this is the person for you. And I remember going on a trip and just really praying about both of them and saying, you know, God, like, what do I, what do, I, what do, I do? You know, who do I pick? And I remember God saying clearly, this person is not for you. This is for you and i was like okay all right the next day at this point i used to live with uh, my guardian who is uh, pastor tilewode and um, he had asked me about both of them you know he was like you know these guys have been coming about around you know which one are you thinking about and and i said you know i'm still a bit confused i'm not sure i'm i'm, I'm you know he's like you know he he talked about this person because he had met him and he had met him as well and he was swaying more toward him but he didn't want his own choice to cloud my judgment, to say, hey, this is what I'm saying you should do. Um, anyway, I got a confirmation again the second day to say, this is the person for me. So I remember going to go and meet him to say, you know what, I, I think I made my decision. And he's like, I, I hope it's not because of what I said. And I said, no, 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 no. God specifically told me. I remember when I told one of my friends um, that I was choosing candy. And she was like, ah, ah. Why will you follow the driver when you can follow the yoga? Right, because of course he's a pilot, right? So he flies the plane, he's a driver. When, why, when you can follow the the owner of the jets, why are you following the driver, right? And I was just like, yeah, I think that's the right thing to do, you know? And um, but I think that's the only one of my friends who was a little bit funny about that. I, I, like I said, I've always been very intentional about my relationships and the people that I, that I keep around me. I'm very, very, very intentional about my life. And so um, my close friends welcomed Kende with. It was never about because they are just. I won't say my friends are just like me, but we have the same values. We share the same, um, you know, uh, thoughts on certain things. So we know that it's not about what he has right now. Um, is he a good guy? Does he like you? You know, does he does he tick the boxes for you? And if and if that's that, then we are we're good to go. And the same for me and them. So it's not about. Um, you know, where is, he, where is he living? What car is he driving? Because all of that will come. If he has the right qualities as a man and has the fear of God and you can see that, you know that it will come. So why am I going to then forego all of that because of money, right? So um, I remember, I remember one, this person, a, a woman that I respect, and, and she came and she was asking me, so, oh, you know, because everybody knew about the different people that were my case. And she was like, oh, so who are we choosing? You know, when are we, whatever. And I said, oh, I chose this one. And she's like, eh, why? I said, because I didn't have peace. She said, eh, go and find the peace. <laughs> right, this man is the pastor, like, honestly. You know, and I just thought to myself, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to be pressured into a certain type of life because you want me to live that. I want to be true to myself and be true to the call of God over my life. I'm not saying that if I'd gone with the other person, maybe my life would have ended or something. I I don't know. But I wanted to be with the person that God said, this is it. Mm, mm,
1: mm. I think that's a good point to actually clap. That is is so good. So good. So good. So I want to, you touched on a few things that I want to just, um, I want us to do a further deep dive. Yeah, Faith. You've spoken a, a, quite a bit about the influence of the Holy Spirit in this decision-making process, you know. So um, let, let's hear from you, and then let's hear from Captain, with well, the role of God in these decisions. Because I find that in our generation, um, are, are we physically attracted to one another? Is there chemistry? We check a lot of things, and we then say, we, put, we now layer it with God-fearing, you know. Meanwhile, it should be the other way around. We're checking qualities that are innate, qualities that reflect the nature of God, you know, and then all other things follow. So can you help us um, understand? You've already mentioned your guardian. So we we, kind of get that you came from a a deep spiritual lineage, but you want to just do a further deep dive. So I know people talk about praying for their marital destinies, you know, um, early enough. People talk about... Hearing from God and quite a number of people have engaged with me to say, look, I've been praying, but it feels like God isn't speaking. And my usual response to them is, have you trained your spirit to even be able to hear God in little things? And <laughs> what makes you so sure that if you've not, if you've not practiced his presence, if you've not practiced being able to hear him on little issues, how you hear him on the bigger matters of life? So can you talk us through um, how you both individually, um, your walk with God and how that influenced your decision to marry each other?
2: Okay. So for me, I um if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm a Jesus head, right? I know they carry Jesus, they play. I'm very serious about my relationship with God. And um in fact around that time I was very intense. You put in fire now. Ah, if you knew me <laughs> ten years ago. Ah anyway, um I had a very, very deep relationship with God, and I don't say that lightly. Um, I, I knew God as a father and as a friend. And so I wasn't just, I, I, I'm not just trying to live my life just willy-nilly. I am asking God, what do you want from me? And that's how I live my life. And so um, in terms of the qualities, I didn't just hear a voice to say, doom, 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 Kennedy is the, the one, marry him. There... there because even if you say, oh, I have, I have, but I, have, because some people say, but I had peace. Yes. I had peace. Because sometimes you, can't give mm. <laughs> you, can. you can give yourself peace. You can, you can't give yourself peace, right? Um, because most of the time, a lot of times, you can't really trust your heart. Your heart will most likely always deceive you, right? Um, and so for me, I was checking certain things. I was checking who is he as a person? What does he stand for? So I was not, that's why I said I wasn't looking at money and all these things, right? I was looking who is at his core, who is he? How does he relate with his family? I'm a big family person. How does he relate, because I come from a very close-knit family. My, my brothers and my, my parents were very close. How does he relate with his family? A lot of, you find, if we dig a little bit, you find, uh, you marry somebody, you hear one thing. You, I'm like, you should have seen this before. Now, he treats his sister funny. He doesn't talk to his brother. This person is he abuses his mother. He, his father cannot talk to him. Nobody can talk to him. So those, those specific things, how does he treat his family? How does he treat people that do absolutely nothing for him? Right. Um, again, how is his relationship with God, and I'm not talking about spiritual gymnastics, the heart of the matter, how does he view God? How is his relationship? Is it genuine? Or Because you can have people that just go with the flow, they just go with the motions, where they just wake up and it's just clockwork, they pray, they do this, they do that, but their heart is far away from God, right? So there are specific things I was looking out for, how does, he, how does he deal with money? So he doesn't really have money now. But the money, the little money that he has, how does he deal with it? If he says, I'm going to pick you up at 9.30, does, does he come at 9.30? Those simple things tell a lot about a person. And so those sorts of things informed my decision with going with him. So it was not just, you know... I was just like, you know, I just heard one voice. I said, this is your husband, follow him. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I I was looking for specific things that I wanted in a husband and a father of my children, right? So is it trustworthy? Does he keep malice? So there's some people, you're dating them. You guys have a you guys have a fight. He doesn't talk to you for two weeks. Right. It's not normal. That's toxic, right? I don't want to be in that sort of marriage i was thinking i was looking at those certain things and so those qualities i now i now had i was like okay this guy is and again i even want to talk about that i didn't really have a list to be honest because my list is limited to my understanding my list are 24 and my list are 34. they will be different but god who is infinite you know that deals with us in space and time he knows me and he knows what i desire, so I just said, you know what, God, I honestly, you know my future, you, you know where I'm going, you know what, you know the call of God, uh, you know what you, the call that you have put on my life, so I just want to go with what you've said, right? And so those are some of the things that I, um, that I was looking out for, that were practical, because a lot of times we are very spiritual, spooky, Right, about these sorts of things and you know, there's really no basis or anything to hold on to. Just say, you know, we're just we're just coasting about yeah, I I head, you know, right? Or I, I feel peace. So yeah.
1: Thank you for that. Captain.
3: Yeah, for me in a relationship, Bumi is the more um she's the hero in a relationship, in our in our home. She's she hears things, she dreams. I'm a bit more logical about making decisions. Yeah, yeah, I don't know.
1: I'm sorry, Maybe I chuckled
3: <laughs> because yeah,
1: I suspect your profession probably yeah.
3: has influenced that yeah, a bit. Probably, probably. But um, why, why I say that is, even, befe- even before I met Bumi, I had changed a lot of things in my life. I wasn't really into Drinking. Not that I don't drink, but I wasn't hanging out with my boys. My boys, my boys. I wasn't. Hang, I was only a out with boy kind of kind of person. I wasn't going clubbing. I wasn't staying out late. There, so, and it wasn't because I was dating anybody. I just chose not to do those things. I think what I'm trying to say is, even for a guy, you need to know the kind of person you want to be, what the kind of man you want to be, the kind of father you want to be, the kind of husband you want to be, even before you get involved with a woman. Um, that's one. Um, in terms of decision making on knowing whether she was the right person or not. Like she said, I mean, values. For me, how... The way her mom is, I, I've known her mom since I was really young, and her mom is a really strong Christian. She, she's an amazing human being. She's an, And I just knew that if this woman had a daughter, she would be carbon copy of her. And I knew that Bumi would be that kind of person. Not only because of my imagination, but of course I spent time with her, and I knew that this is the kind of person I want to be with. I wasn't perfect, I'm still not perfect. We go through our challenges and um, we got married, after, even after we got married, we used to get into serious arguments and fights. And me, I embrace it. You, see, you, go, to, you go to marriage counseling, you say, oh, don't go to bed, me, I go to bed angry. <laughs> that, one, that one is, when I'm angry, I'm angry, I go to bed angry, but the point is, our relationship has evolved over the years. Um, we we'll, we'll have our, our husband and wife talk you know, and we we'll 're like, those people are still fighting over that it's like we used to fight about that year one of marriage, and some people, seven years, eight years later they're still fighting about year one. Oh, you didn 't you didn't carry the water in you didn 't do this you didn 't do that. You came home late on Friday This and, and in my mind i 'm like, that is like so old. Oh, the the kind of fights we have, like we talk about where where our kids are going to go for university, what what do we want to do, you know, we argue ahead of time. So, yeah, I'm serious. Like as in we we we, we argue ahead of time. The reason why that happens is because um, she already knows where my mind is at. She she knows where my mind is at. I know where her mind is at. We might not agree, but we know where, where, where what our stand is and. When that time comes, it's not a big deal to say, Oh, this is what we're going to do, this is not what we're going to do. It's not that it's not our board, but it just it just yeah, it just it just creates a we have like a master plan, so to speak, of our marriage, what we want to do. So even for kids, for home, for for our growth, for our Christian work, for profession, for all of that, we've talked about virtually everything, you know. And of course it's not making like i said not making decisions on those things but also just exchanging our thoughts and um hearing each other out on what we think about certain things a lot of couples don't do that a lot of a lot of people in relationships don't do that you stay your relationship stays a lot of people's relationship stays on the surface about now about what you want to do as opposed to about what your dreams are for your husband or not even for me, like my responsibility, I take my vows very seriously as a husband to love and to hold and to adore her for better, for worse and all of that. I'm like, it is my responsibility to see her blossom. That is part of my goal in life. So if she's telling me, all oh, this is what she wants to do, I'm actually paying attention because I know that if she excels, if she, if she grows, I grow. It's not a competition, you know. Is and if she, if I grow, she grows. So we paying attention is a big deal. Knowing what you want as a human being, not necessarily because of your partner, but because of who you are, who you want to be, in Christ, who you who the kind of home you want to be, the kind of father you want to be, and then of course it's, it's about compromise. Of sometimes you tell me I don't compromise, I don't compromise, but. I know that we compromise. We compromise, I compromise for her, she compromises for me. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, what, eight years now, married? Woo! or Going to be eight years. But um, it doesn't feel like that at all, to be honest. Mm.
1: Mm. Awesome, please can we celebrate the captain? Yeah. Thank you so much, we appreciate you for that. So, um, just for the sake of being accountable, I wanna ask three questions and then we'll go to the audience. Oh. Sorry, I'm sounding like I'm hosting a talk show. (laughs) We go to the floor, the members of the church. (laughs) All right. um, So the first is communication. The second is conflict resolution. And then the third is a major challenge that Bumi shared on Instagram, you know, that happened um, with you guys. And we would like for you to share with us in detail. So communication. Now, it, it has been said that men are are not as expressive. So I'd like for you to speak to that. That men are not expressive in a relationship. So half the time, a man isn't saying exactly what he wants. There's a lot of vagueness in conversations. And you touched on something about just the shallowness of a lot of relationships because people are not talking deep stuff. They are still keeping things at the surface. Like I said this morning in service, instead of communicating, they are doing other things. They are kissing and sleeping together you know so we, we would like to hear your 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 thoughts and feel free to use yourself as an example so we would really appreciate it's one of the things we do at Exchange really just bear it all um, we recognize that we're not perfect and God is you know we're, we're all work in progress so if there are mistakes you made while dating um, uh, or even in the first few years of my ranking came to communication that we can learn from I'm sure a lot of men would appreciate it um, men feel uh, some men now. Let's not generalize. Some men believe that you, if you tell the woman the full, you give her the full picture, she can't handle it. You know, she reacts in a certain way, um, and that sort of turns you off completely from sharing a whole lot more with with her. So, can you please address the men in the room and also help women understand sometimes the struggles that men have with communication?
3: Okay, so. For me, the way I see it, it depends, I guess everybody's perspective is different. The way I see it is, if you are not, uh, people generally assume that you being naked with your, past, with your partner is physical. Oh, you see me naked physically, that, that's being naked. But actually being naked is in your mind, her being able to see everything that is in your mind, even though she cannot see it. It's like exposing her to your thoughts, to your thought process to what you feel inside. That is real when your partner sees you naked, not physically. So what, why I'm saying that is she has, she's able to see that because I let her. If your partner does not open up like that, there is nothing you can do. And again, I have lots of friends, and I'm probably like the one in the million that does that. I, it's just, just the way it is. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's, a, it's a bad thing or it's a good thing. Th- different things work for different people. Like you rightly said, some people are defensive. They don't want to open up because they feel, oh, if she knows everything about me, I don't have a lot of money. I don't have about X million in my account. She will, respect she will not respect me. me. She will talk to me anyhow. She'll do this, she'll do that. In some way, in some, some relationships, it is true. For me, it's not, that's not the truth for me. You know, it's, it's different for me. I tell her everything. She has access to everything. Of course, some um, mothers, when before she got married, uh, before we got married, they will tell her, "Oh, keep your money, oh, emergency money. Don't let your husband know. Oh, keep the money aside. Oh, don't let, don't let." The, and, and I'm like, if I'm in a relationship with a woman and I'm keeping money aside, for who? If that means if a, a woman approaches me and we start talking and she says oh, she needs help with her rent, I'm going to give her because I have money that my husband, that my wife does not know about. So already you are cheating. It's not cheating is not about yeah. Yeah, cheating, cheating is not about physical cheating. It's about emotional, it's about your money, about your finance. You are keeping money aside. You are talking, you're doing things secretively and you're saying and you're expecting your husband to be open or your wife to be open. It's not going to work. How long are you going to do that for? So if you are not open, then what are you doing? That's, my, that, that, that's how I saw it. That's how I, I see it. And that's how, that is why, again, I'm not perfect. I, I've grown over the years. I have improved. I have improved as a, as a human being, as a husband, as a man. I have improved. She has improved. And um, we keep striving to get better. You know. Again, I'll, I'll give you another example. In our home. Um, some people say, when you get married, opal, have a joint account, keep your money together, blah, 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 blah. I don't keep money together. Yeah, she keeps all my money, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. So, again, that doesn't work for some yeah. people. Some people want to go out with their boys and have, be able to have drinks and pay for drinks. I pay for drinks, but I'll call her first and say, I'm going out to, so. I reckon this is how much I'm going to spend. What do you think? It's very simple. You know. So and you made
1: yourself accountable in that area yes. because you realize that. Because
3: if I'm, guy, if I'm a guy and I have money that my wife doesn't know about, I cannot be faithful. It's not rocket science.
1: No. <laughs> I, I think that's the that guys. Are you hearing that? Like, no. That is so deep.
3: Because people, women always come around and come with stories. There's one problem, One. there's one story, one thing, they need help, one two, There's always somebody that needs help, you know, so... But can
2: I try a caveat, though? Yes, please. It's fantastic that he does that, right? Um, he has always been a very open person in terms of finances, in terms of everything. Um, um, and I'll say that, let me choose let me my own horn, I'll say that I have given him the opportunity... Mm to be that when, yeah. when in Proverbs 31 when it says her husbands had solely trust in her, yeah. it doesn't just happen mm. there are steps that you take, there are things that you do that make him trust, safely trust in you, so you cannot just go to him and say send me all your money
1: Please, that's what you, works can you share those steps, Right, you may need to hear so, um, just so, give us some tips
2: so my, my, one of my really close friends, I'm sure if you, if you guys are on Instagram, you follow her secret place wife. Yeah. She said, until the water, how does she put it? Until the, your husband's water is sweet in your mouth. I can, basically, what she was saying is that until you can have uncomfortable conversations with your partner and not take it from zero to 100. Like you say, people are eyeing your husband. If you don't know, you are a so, your husband goes to me and tells tell you in the, in, at home, ah, there's this babe in the office that is checking me out. Ah, ah! What do you mean? You're even telling me? Is that what the Christmas house is supposed to do? You're Elena. <laughs> Honestly. Because then he's saying, this, he's opening up to you and saying, this girl is checking me out. And I know that she's checking me out. So, oh, really?
1: probably a low-key cry for help or something right you know, for you he's just he's he's bringing
2: there. you into his world where lots of women will just flip the switch what do you mean what rubbish what do, do, do. Now, Every time you do, he, do uh, what, what have do you done you're do. uh, you even telling me you know and and for me uh, he's letting me into his world to say this and this is good we are friends right if he was your colleague at work that said, ah, so, 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 so and so, is happening, you say, oh, you give your feedback, you say this, 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 right? So if we have a friendship, I'll say, okay, this happened, okay. So I try not to flip on everything that he says. I'll just be thinking in my head. <laughs> in my head, I'm flipping. <laughs> you didn't hear this. <laughs> in my head, I'm flipping. But I'm thinking, if he's letting me into this situation, then maybe he wants my opinion but not a judgmental opinion, because I'm his girl here. Right? Um, He's not talking to me as a wife right now. He's talking to me as his guy. What do you think? What should I do? Right? Um, As opposed to flip. So there are many things that, um, as women, so even in terms of communication, there are many times that, like he said, in marriage cases, they do tell us that. Don't sleep with your, but I won't lie. People are being honest. Yes. Sometimes you need to sleep angry. Because there are some situations that take more than just one conversation. You, take, you, you have it over and over again. So you know, sometimes when you hear some of these things, you say, how does this apply to me? But we are still angry now. They say we should not sleep angry. But we are angry. Because these things, sometimes they take, they take time. And for so you have to understand your partner. When we have, an, uh, when we have uh, a disagreement... My husband is kind of like, let me shut up right now because if I talk to you, I'm going to say the wrong thing. So give me some time to process what has happened and then come back to you. We're not fighting, no. We're not angry. But see, just leave me. Before, when we first got my, mm-mm, because me, I can't sleep. I'll be like, no, you must answer me. We must talk about this. Do, 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 do. <laughs> right? Um, but I had to learn over time that for him, even though I wanted to have the conversation as soon as possible so that we can squash it, his personality says, if I talk to you right now, I'm going to say the wrong thing. And you, sometimes you just have to honor that. And that's respect. That's boundaries as well, right? And so when I, when I, when I, when I, when I do that, I find that he comes, he comes around even faster. So. We, of course, had to have a conversation, as well, to say, ah, this is your own. Sometimes it takes too long, though. This is your, uh, let's come back. Let's circle back. Your own cool back is too far. So how soon do we have a conversation? OK, we've had a heated conversation for the past two hours, because when we fight, we fight. I always say that we are mostly good
3: then... May I, I encourage people to fight oh, in, in marriage or in a relationship? It's not bad. Because you learn boundaries. Yeah, it's You not, learn I, I boundaries not only and you improve your relationship. Yeah,
2: not only that, you learn him and he learns you. So what, so what misunderstandings do is they teach you about the other person. Right? Um, so if you don't have a disagreement, most of the time you don't really know that this person doesn't like this thing. Right? So um, yeah, so that. So, that. so we had to now decide, how are we going to then have our you know our, our resolution. At what point do we come in to say, okay, we have had this conversation. We, it has gone badly, and so we are going to come around in three hours. We're going to come around in four. So we have to decide for ourselves how we wanted that to go. So I said that. I said that to say that most of the time we were usually good until we then have one very big ex. And I, and I tell you, explosive ex. It's like we have been gathering it for the whole year, and then one day it will just, it will just. Blow, right? Um, but then we had to learn um, what to do in those times. When, how, how quick do we, you know, have this conversation to see? We're not going to leave it for. We've never left conversations for over twenty-four hours. Honestly, I don't think so. That's never happened.
3: No. won't um, allow it.
2: <laughs> so we we'll, we will try to have a conversation soon. Um, so yes, I was saying that to say that they are just certain things that you do as a wife and just. Understand, you know, your partner, your partner, is, my husband is not perfect. Um, we are not, we're not perfect people. And I know that, you know, when you see people's life on Instagram and what they show you, you think, oh, they don't fight. They don't have any issues. They're just perfect. they just go on vacation. they just, you know, they're just living the life. And that's not true, right? A lot of it is great. We have a great marriage, but that's, it doesn't mean that we don't have our challenges. Um, and I was saying that to say that you just have to honor the person that he is becoming, he's not going to get it immediately. The same way you are not getting it immediately. A lot of times, especially as women, when you have people that you look up to, maybe you look up to J-Booms, look up to all these people, you see certain things in their marriage. And you want your husband to have that, or your partner to have that. Now, forgetting that these people have, have time. They've had time. So I always say things like, I don't expect my husband to do certain things to get certain things now, he will get it eventually, and I'm not going to hang on his neck to say you must get it. This person is doing it, so you two must have it. I am just honouring his own pace to say, hey, if it's something that I badly and desperately want, I would say, hey, this this is because me, I'm very open. L- listen, I want this, I want that. If it's something that we can do, great. If it's something that we can't do, and I see that he's going into it, it's okay, you know. So I was talking to somebody the other day, and. She was talking about her relationship. And I'm like, you know, they've just been three years into marriage. And I'm like, what's the rush? Like, we're learning. Like, this is not about perfection. You know, like my husband said something on our anniversary. He said he has stopped looking for the perfection in me. I'm not perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to do certain things wrong. And so is your partner. But is enjoying the process. Even when you have disagreements. Even when you have, you know, blowout fights is understanding that we're on the same team and our life is not perfect. I said something on Instagram, I said, this is real life, this is not Hollywood. Hollywood is perfect. Our real life is not. And so when you now think that, oh, this person is projecting something that is so great, but mine, that is not my reality. Trust me, a lot of us, we we are all working it out. We are all working it out. Different to different degrees though, but we are all working it out. So I was saying that to say that, let your husband be him or your partner. Let him be him. Only then can you then really enjoy the freedom that God has given the union. Honestly, let the person just be there. I learned that very early in my marriage. There are certain things that my husband does. I don't, I don't hang on his neck say, you have to be like this, you have to do this. Because you know when you see certain people, you have, this person has to, he has to be like this, you have to be like this, you have to be like this. I, I, I just like, you know what, be however you want to be. Be you, enjoy yourself, enjoy your life. I'm also enjoying my life. If at some point we have disagreements, we'll try and see how we can make it work and compromise. Like he was saying that I said, he doesn't compromise a a, a lot of the times. I think it's also his his logical thinking that kind of gets in the way, but that's another thing. I also had to honor, I had to honor his logical thinking. In fact, God called me out on it. Because at the time he made a decision and I was like, no, me, I've not heard from God. And God was like, oh, Fantastic, I now break protocol. I now break rank. I now come and meet you to tell you everything that will happen in this family. So I cannot go to your husband. So that's wrong. And I, I honestly had to humble myself. Because in my own mind, ah, I mean, I mean, me no, God. A, just
1: God. as he said. Yeah.
2: Me me a, me dream me. Dream, I mean, see, I see, you know, but God had to call me out on that and say that, It is me that is. you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. Right? So even in the logical thinking, God is there.
1: Wow. Amazing stuff. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, so we should take questions now, but I would like you both to just share your... The, the, the challenge, yes. The, the, the job. Yes, the, the, the job challenge. I mean, this, was, this is in marriage. And I suspect we have a couple married folks in the, in, in the room that this will be beneficial to and even, even those who are maybe in a dating relationship or, you know, looking to get married soon. Um, do you guys want to talk about it? So how, what happened and how did you guys resolve it out? How was each person's disposition in such a trying time? I mean, Falabi sang about the storm and Jesus in the boat. So, what was that stormy season like
4: for you both?
3: Uh, yeah, um, this happened what 2017. Yes. 2017. It was just after we had our second. Yeah, one week after we had our second, our second baby, and. Um, There had been plenty talks. I assume prior to that, a lot of people in the office had got laid off and whatnot. So, but for whatever reason, I assumed that I was hard working, diligent, getting to work early, closing late, going to work on Saturdays, sometimes Sundays, you know, doing everything and, oh, getting good recommendations, don't worry. You You won't be, your limbs are on the list kind of thing. And eventually the name just popped up. And to be honest, I was, it was very painful, extremely painful. Uh, because of the amount of work that I had, I, I felt I had committed, um, but also I, I was excited about the possibilities of starting a new journey. Um, I didn't initially tell Bomi, or I think I told her like a day or later in the day or something. I didn't want to tell her because of the baby, and she was she was not. I wasn't with her. But eventually, um, I had to tell her that, oh, this was going on. And she started crying. And, and I'm like, why are you crying? It's a good thing. Don't worry, you know, that, uh, uh, you know... <laughs> How is the job? <laughs> no, <laughs> trust me. Trust me. No, 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 <laughs> me. I
1: mean, I get you, but I'm just... I, I'm putting myself in Bumi's shoes. Trust like, me, I, it, was, it, it was not it, the it, best it job. All my it.
2: postpartum hormones yeah, raging.
3: Yeah, It was a good job, but it, was not a gra- it wasn't a great job, you know. So, um, So I knew that definitely there was something... Um, better for me, of course. The next question is: I have two kids, I have a wife, I have bills piling up. What are you going to do, right? And um, I, I took leadership on that. Uh, again, logical thinking. We have two cars. Why do we have two cars in the house? I'm going to sell my car. I don't need a car. I'm not going to work, so I'm going to sell my car. And if I need to get anywhere, I'll what? use. I'll use.
2: We will now be sharing car.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use Uber. Of course, that wasn't that wasn't the happiest news she got. But I was like, she was, and the truth is, we didn't need to sell the car. But I, for me, I needed to prove a point as a man that I, we as a family, need to make sacrifices when things happen. So if I lose my job, rocket is not rocket science. It means we are one-income household, which means. We cannot live the way we were living before. Simple. And if that's going to be the case, then we have to start cutting down, adjustment. making adjustments. Simple. It's not. It's not about praying. pray God uh, provide for us. It's a simple. It's not rocket science. So straight up, sold the car. Another thing is we don't. We might not necessarily need. We had a, a, cook. a cook at the time. I said we don't need a cook. It was, it's not rocket science to make Indomie. No, oh. we thought too. So, ah. so I was like, What's we don't need a cook. What are you using cook? Oh, we have a nanny. We don't need a cook. You know? So we immediately, this was under two weeks. Bam, bam, bam. I made my decisions. And it was for her, it was like, it's so drastic. Why are you doing all I'm like, no, we have to do this.
0: Can
3: I jump in? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So I had just, remember I just had a baby. So when he sent me this email, I wasn't in Nigeria. And I just busted out crying not because he had lost his job, but because I knew how much he loved his job as a pilot and how much he had put into that company. And I knew that he would be broken. So I was just imagining how he would be feeling. And so I, I broke down crying. And he was like, oh, don't cry. It's OK. So he was still pampering me till I came back to Nigeria. Normally, I would stay for a longer time because my, my, I, my, my support system is in Canada. But this time, I was like, you know what? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going back to Nigeria. I, I came back to Nigeria under like what, four weeks. Normally I'll stay eight, 12 weeks. I came back and he just let me rest one day. The second day, family meeting. We are, cutting, we are getting rid of the car. We're getting rid of this, we're getting rid of that. And I was like, ah, why? What is the issue? For what reason? I'm like, you know, first of all, I was like, you know what? Because we had had one car when we first got married, and I knew how it was now. Okay, you are going somewhere. Okay, okay. Let's put time tape. I was like, I'm not going through that again. Now I have two, two, two children. Yeah. I have one that is in that is school age, that is going to school, meaning that he will have to do school run. I'm like, this is... And I was already having anxiety with having two children, having to do school run. You know how... If you have kids, you know how that is. I was just like, you know, this is not great. But in that moment... When he, when he then said, let's cut the cook. Ah. I, I said, no. It's not like we are poor. Am I not working? He was like, yeah, you are working. And that's the exact reason why we are cutting all of this, because there's only one income. I started to push back. He said, so he now says, so you can't cook for your family? I said, I can't. <laughs> I cannot cook. <laughs> I can't, and I will not cook for my family. I can't. We had a fight about that. Um, but I remember. Uh, we had a real back and forth about what we were going to do, but in that moment, I just said, "Go with it. Go with it. I don't know how long this is going to last, but go with it." Because I, I was, and and I and I want to say that I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared of him not getting a job, and I don't know. And I let me say, I don't know. I know why. Because many times he asked me, "Why are you not even like I was?" I wasn't moved by it after a while, like I wasn't moved by because I knew, I was like, you know what, I've, I've lived my life on God's account. I've never suffered. I have never begged. And, I've, and I've, I've gone through stuff. I always tell him he was born with a silver spoon. I was born with a plastic spoon. Um, we always laugh about it. But I've gone through stuff and, I, and I've seen God come through for me time and time again. And I knew that this situation would not be different. So when he s- decided to cut everything, I was like, it was going to cut from my comfort, because I, who doesn't like comfort? Who doesn't like all these things? I was like, okay, no problem. I decided to go with it. And, and this is how his heart safely trusts in you. When you have to take serious decisions that will, that will cut you, it would affect you. Because we went from, we went from doing certain things to cutting cutting a lot of things that I would say were excesses. But even in all of that, we were still happy. Because at the end of the day, we're not finding we find that It's not all these things that is bringing us joy now. It's not this, it's not that. And we were good even in that time. Did we have uh, issues? We did have issues. I did share. I shared about, we had, we had quite a bit of uh, back and forth um, where I think I shared, I shared about when you know, I had to go somewhere to speak and he, he, I had even said the nanny should do so, 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 so for food and she hadn't done it and he came, and I came back home and I didn't even look at his food because I was just tired. I was like, you know what, let me just eat and everybody should just rest. You know. Yeah, and I
3: remember he, the story yeah. now.
2: Okay.
3: And then he... Um, that was a funny story. Yeah, he took a picture. <laughs> I
2: will send this to your
4: father.
3: <laughs> yeah, also because of, I mean, I lost my job and... The thing is, for for me, I don't know how most, I guess most guys are like me, like, you don't want Mm -hmm. to smell disrespect. It's not that she has disrespected you, just Just even the hint that you are even thinking about (laughs) It's problem, you know, so, you know, so the fact that, oh, yeah, 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 I mean, I was unemployed, I wasn't bringing money to the home, and then house girl makes food, she just does it anyhow, and then I come back and everything is just, as if just eat whatever it is and go and sleep kind of. So I me, mean, I was just I was just I was already boiling, you know. I was already boiling. But of course those are many one of many things that happened in that season. Um, losing the job. I actually at some point when I couldn't get a proper job, I mean piloting job, I started working for Shredder Gang, which I've always been I've been always been like in shoulder gang but this one like literally working in shoulder gang I will go and do deliveries, I will drive and do deliveries and they'll say, ah Mr. Black, you don't have brother, I say yeah yeah and in their mind I'm just helping out but really it was my work. You know <laughs> you know so and I did that again because to prove that it doesn't matter where we are in life, whether we're in Canada, whether we are in Nigeria, whether we move to my wife needs to understand that when the seasons come I am ready to do anything to provide for my family. I'm not saying stealing, I'm not saying I'm robbery or anything, but what I mean is, if you go to McDonald's and see me flipping burger, I'm I'm a human being. I want to provide for my family, and I take pride in it. If I have to do Uber to whatever, I'll do what I need to do. It does not make me less of a man. It does not mean I'm going to be in that situation forever, at all.
2: And I, I just want to say that he always used to talk about um, doomsday. Yeah. And, you know, as a church girl now, I don't like that. The path of the righteous is as a shining light. which brighter, <laughs> bright. brighter onto that perfect day, right? But he always used to talk to me about doomsday. He used to tell me that doomsday will happen for everyone, everybody's doomsday is different.
1: Why does that sound like Bobo Alamaje breakfast?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doomsday will happen, but you have to make sure that you are ready when that happens. And I'm, so I think that when it then happened, um, it's it's it was our elevation. The the process of him going through, it broke him. This, that, 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 that period broke my husband. He was a broken man. Um, this time, f- four years ago. Yeah. yeah. It was his birthday because his birthday was on Friday. Um, this time, four years ago, my husband was broken. And I remember being very, very emotional about it and saying, God, this fire is too much. It's too much. He has. Sacrifice so much and i feel like this 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 piloting career has tested him too much when will his breakthrough come and that was when i went for a program and i went to i said god they say i was trying to do formula you know like i said from the beginning i have a very close relationship with god and i know that these things don't work but you know I was like, I was desperate at this point because I wanted him out of the situation that he was in. Not because I was scared, but because he was broken. And I went to the front of the auditorium like this, and I went to roll. I said, I will show you that I'm, uh, I'm serious. I went to roll. And God told me, God told me specifically, say, better, better don't dirty your clothes, stand up. <laughs> because we were in a storm, but God was in our boats. Yeah. Yeah. Some storms come for your elevation. I'm happy we went through that storm. Yes. I will go through it again with him. That's the truth. Because after that, when, the, when then, he, then he, his, his, his company called him back, it's as if God was just like, my husband went on a fast. I, my, I've never seen my husband fast exte, extended. He was getting so skinny. When it's 8 o'clock, I say,
6: are you not going to eat?
2: You say, eh, what was there? Give me, give me food. Um, I saw my husband's faith in God skyrocket. I saw, I saw so many things happen. I saw he changed from who he was to who God wanted him to be. There are certain things I know that we have never gotten to should he, he not have allowed God in that process. And so um, I remember when the, when the other job called him. That was after my rolling escapid, And I was like, ha, ah, God has answered. And then he, he told me, he was like, no, I'm not taking it.
3: That, that was my old job. They called me back. I was like, and I said, he said I'll, he's not
2: taking it. Yeah. I asked him, I said, are you sure? Are you sure? He said, no, I believe that something else is coming. And I need you guys to understand something that he, there are only two people that can hire him in Nigeria. One that was calling him back and the other one that was not hiring so where is the other one coming from? But this is how his heart safely trusts in you. Even when it did not make sense. And he said, ah, well, me I'm tired of being the breadwinner of this family, I'm tired. Just, they've given us this so you better take it. He said, something else will come. I said, okay. Did I believe it? Maybe not. But I wanted to trust that he knew what he was doing. So I said, no problem. His birthday passed. His birthday, was, his birthday in 2018 was not, was not a good birthday. He was very, very sad. But he was hopeful. And I remember you know, I was asking him, you know, he was hopeful for what God was going to do for him. And then just about two months later or so, he then got this call. They created a job for him. And I remember when he got his job. Yeah, everything happened. In three days. In three days. Everything happened in three days. And when he when he got the job, I just heard God like laughing to say, sure you can see. I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm taking you to. And it, was, it has just it was it was it was it was a miracle. It was a miracle. And I saw I saw who God then wanted him to be, and I was like, okay, this makes sense. Um, so yeah, that so that was our story of. Um, it's very short, but it's a very long story. But we have made it as short a, a as possible. A lot
3: of things happening between a lot a of lot, things. A lot happening. of
2: things. I, I, there's something I also didn't talk about online was how we had savings and we took more than three quarter of that savings for him to go and, so he was, a, he's a helicopter pilot, but he said that, you know what, to increase his chances, let, let me go back to fixed wing, which is aeroplanes, so let me go and do the current one. It's not cheap. I didn't say, eh? Three out of our savings, are you mad? This is how his heart safely trusts in you. I said, okay, it's just money, right? We'll make it, we'll make it again. So he took it and he went, knowing fully well that this is a 50-50 chance. He didn't get the job, so you know what? That money that he took was gone. But it's just money. It's not such, it's not a big deal. So I I, had also told myself, I'm not going to make money a big deal in our relationship.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so at this point we need to take questions, yeah? We need to take questions. Anybody wanna ask a question? Question, 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 anyone? Do we have any questions? I thought, I saw a hand up. Do you wanna ask a question? Okay, we're good. All right, Can we have a
4: microphone this way. Thank you. Good evening. Okay. Um, I, my question is for Captain Black. Okay. Um, so, there's something about guys here yeah? about <laughs> <coughs> she has dropped her bag <laughs> I <don't know> if... <laughs> it's about not expressing their emotions yeah when they have issues they won't let you know they just disappear or they become reserved and you're just wondering did i do something is something wrong or is there a problem and you're asking and is they don't tell you about the issue until they Sorted it out. And you're like, so why am I here? I'm supposed to be able to help you. I'm supposed to, like, at least, even if I cannot help you, let's talk about it now and then we'll find a solution. But no, it's like <laughs> this masculinity, like you, they just want to handle it on their own. And when they already have a headway, it's when they let you know about it that, okay, I was going through this. And so, why are you telling me now? So you get, so why? Why is it so hard? It's, it's true now. Why is it so hard to express yourself, to share your problems, when you're going through it exactly, like at that point when you're going through it, why is it hard to, and then to J-Bones too, how do you think you can help? I mean, in situations where they don't share with you, and then you find out later, normal thing is, I'll change it for you immediately, like... Well, how can you not change it in a way that...
3: will <laughs>
4: scatter everything.
3: Okay, I'll go first. Um, thank you for your question. I wasn't always me, the way I am now. Um, I've been... I've been in and out of relationship in terms of dating before I got married, and... I learned a lot in that phase, especially about myself, of course, and um, in fact, some people will say, oh, that's Captain Black is an asshole. Yeah, it, I'm serious, but the way life is, is I probably wasn't, I didn't do right by my girlfriend at some point, but I have now become a better person, and all of a sudden, I'm the perfect husband, or so to speak, I'm the perfect guy. I had gone through my seasons, I had learned. That's another thing, as in, for, for guys, is I don't think it's only really a guy thing, I think also women, it's difficult to open up completely, to say, oh, this is what I'm going through, or whatnot. if you are not 100% confident that this person is in your corner. And of course, you, nobody wants to be easy, trust, exactly, trust issue, and you don't want to, you don't want to feel embarrassed or or weak for a girl, you don't feel weak, you don't feel incapable, you know. It's, it's, um, it's a big responsibility when you say, oh, you have a girlfriend or you have, you, you have a wife because a whole human being is your responsibility. And imagine you running to her to say, oh, I can't solve this or this is happening. You know, in your mind, they're like, the girl just looking at you, so is this the person I'm supposed to be kneeling down for? You know, you can't even solve your own problems. You, can, you know, So it's a respect issue, it's a respect thing. You, you try hard. It's, it's something that would improve over time. Like Bomi, like Bomi said earlier, it's something that, you're, that would, um, in your relationship, you would get better at opening up, you will get more comfortable with. It doesn't happen overnight, at all. It doesn't happen overnight.
2: So for me, um, I think also I think I think the world has socialized men into being like that, to say don't 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 fully open up to your partner. Also, just not to even go deep, but a lot of times it's trauma as well, right? There's trauma there. Um, I have a background in clinical psychology, so I can say that there are some, times, there are some things that, that men have gone through over time um, that has caused them to behave the way they behave. So a lot of times, maybe you saw they saw their parents, their, their, their fathers treat their mother setting with their mothers treat their fathers setting way. or their uncle's whether they look up to and say, "You know what? I don't want that." Right, and so they kind of go into a show. I think it's also that as well, what my husband said, is you don't want to look weak, you don't want to look. Um, but how do you not change it? Because I'm not in that situation, but, I, but the, again, you, sometimes my husband wakes up in the morning, he doesn't want to talk. Right, we still fight about that. You just wake up, you're just on your own pee. Why? You must be on our pee. <laughs> right, why are you just on your own pee? But also, I've just learned that I don't change it. I've learned, and I always tell him that, and I always, I always fight him, and I say that, it's because I don't change it for you, right? Um, but I've learned that love does not change it. Love is patient. When, I'm, when I want to act out in response to something that is happening, honestly, I always remember, love is patient. Love is kind. And I'm not doing this because I'm trying to be the perfect wife. I'm doing this because that is what my heavenly father expects of me. Not because of him per se, even though he's a by like it's a result of that, a beneficiary of it. But I'm doing it because this is what God wants of me, is what he requires of me. So when we go through certain things and I want to react. I just don't, if I do certain things, what is just going to be, ah, after all, I've invested in you. You are behaving like this, come on, girl. You know, uh, and so that's why. So it's just taking a, taking a deep breath, and taking a step back. Sometimes you just, you just have to leave them for a little bit, to say, you know what, okay, just be on your own for a little bit, and process your emotions, process what you're going through, and sometimes it's just temperament. Understanding temperament is also very important. I've, I'm understanding that my husband is that sort of person in the morning. Sometimes he doesn't want to talk. It's not that there's a problem. There's zero problem. But me, I wake up in the morning And he's just like, you know, I'm just processing my day. I'm just, you know, I'm just taking it all in. But he's also learning and changing that, you know what, he's married to somebody who is not like him, who wants to talk in the morning, who wants to just wake up from the bed and immediately I start chatting. But like you said, I've learned, I'm I'm learning, and we're learning each other as we go along and saying it's not perfect, but I learn to just try to show love in the aspect of and in the characteristics of what God says. Love is patience. So at the point where He's acting out, love is patience, love is kind.
1: Awesome. Thank you very much for that. Yes, so it looks like we have quite a number of hands up to ask questions. Wow. All right, so please keep your questions short and sharp. Let's see if we can take two or three um, at a go, and then we'll have uh, the blacks respond, yeah?
0: Okay, okay. My question is for Jay Booms. You said something like, it was not your spec. And I've been having issues with this spec thing because I like a particular kind of guy. I like my guys in a particular kind of way, so. <laughs> so, it's like a mental thing for me when a certain kind of guy is talking to me, I don't even want to know if you are God-fearing or God is fearing you. I don't want to know. <laughs> I just feel like, so it's, it's just a mental thing for me. I, I'm just, I don't know, how, how how am I going to get over that kind of feeling? Because I still mentioned it today to a friend in church, and she was like, you like what you like, because, <laughs> Yes, and some of my friends would just judge me and say, just move this person, what's your problem? So I don't know, yeah. So the truth is, there's nothing
2: wrong with liking what you like. I was going to say that you like what you like, and there's nothing wrong with liking what you like. Um, because again, with marriage and relationships and stuff like that, physical attraction is very important. You cannot now say that because the person is a God-fearing person, but he's he's far left from what you what you want. Um, you want to be physically attracted to your partner. Um, you want to look at them and be like, "Ah, yeah, you look good," you know. Um, but I think that sometimes, like I was saying, my husband I was not my spec because I've always wanted. I've always said I wanted a tall, dark, buff guy right? But he wasn't buff.
1: He checked the first
2: two. He checked the first two, right? But, you know, he has presence when he walks into a room, everybody notices him, right? But also God checked me on what my speck was. Right? Because a lot of times our speck can be very soulish. Right? So you have to make sure that it's not if. Even though, yes, we are living in the flesh, I understand that. But a lot of times, it's, it's, it's not anything that's, that is a deal-breaker. Like now, my spec was, ah, you have to have presence. And God called me out on it. God gave me a scripture. I used to sit, I used to sit. And one day God was just like, I remember I was in my bedroom. God just gave me a scripture on it. And it was in Proverbs. And he talked about exactly that. A man with charisma, well, is foolish. I <laughs> he's like, what are you talking God God was like, what are you saying? Right? So you just have to make sure that what your spec is, not something that you're idolizing. Oh, I want a certain type of man because you want to look a certain type of way. You want to be perceived a certain type of way. There are some women that pass off good guys because he doesn't have ministry qualities because you have your own agenda of Gio. (laughs) It's true, and then he's now that speck that you have created in your own mind, and it's not what God has for you. Do you you see where I'm coming from, right? So if you know that it's not something that's, it's just superficial. So for him, he's not big, he's not, he's not to to enter gym, it's not my job. Feed him rice, give him protein. Let him have some protein, lots of protein, lot of chicken breast. <laughs> Feed him, let him go and lift. he be again. For the married people that are here, when you marry, speck is not this. Who. That's the truth. Married woman yeah. is like is he married woman laughing. It's not that. Speck now because you help me take out the garbage. When the baby is crying in the night, do you help me go and take the baby? Yep. Do you change the diaper? that becomes spec it's not only about physical so you don't want to but that is important i don't want to say it's not important because i am attracted to my husband right so you have people say you know anything that god gives you you, you like anything that is you know even if he's in shorts black this you like what you like and there's nothing wrong with what you like but just make sure that is in tune with what god has for you and i also want to i also want to um, to say that what God has for you will not be something that you don't like. Right? God is not a wicked God. God wants you to enjoy marriage, enjoy your partner. That is what this is about. Right? So he's not going to now say, like I saw one thing on Instagram one time, one very, very God forgive me, look, ugly looking guy, and the girl was like, God finally did it. <laughs> and I was like, this is not God. This is not God's plan right so god so god is going to also give you your desire the desire of your heart do you get me but well, just make sure that it is in line with him
1: right okay
6: thank you very much next please good evening everyone good evening my question goes straight to mrs Bumi. you said something earlier that uh, when he opened His wallet, you saw only 1,000 naira. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It is very, very funny, sincerely speaking. It is very, 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 very funny. Because, you know, Lagos girls, yes, or Lagos ladies or women, mm they are very, very different with people down in the east or maybe, yes, northern part of Nigeria and even the western, some of the western states. Yes. They, are very, they behave different. Their question. perspective of reasoning is very, very different. Question. So question. My, my question, let me just say the advice. I want you to advise people that are in relationship or people that want to go into, because there are some people here, maybe they want to go into relationship. Maybe they abandon the first relationship, they want to go into a new one. Yes. What advice do you have for them? Is it that they should not look at the container, they should look the, is inside what is inside the content yes not the container so what advice you have for us thank you, thank you.
5: okay good evening uh, Bumi and captain guys you people don't want us to go home today son you <laughs> good evening Bumi and captain so my question is um you spoke a bit about it and you said something like when you allow the other person to be who they are it something about like freedom in the union so my question is you know how Initially, it's kind of like opposites attract, opposite like personalities attract. And then when you get married, it's those little things that now begin to irk you or begin to upset you. So how do you how do you allow the other person be them without like nagging them for those little things? So maybe one person is more expressive, always likes to be on the gram, the other person not so much, and then just little, little things like one person feels like you're oversharing, the other person feels like why are you always sharing? You know, just, but not, pretty much, you don't want to change the person. You want to allow the person be them, but you feel like those, the parts of them that are them are very opposite to who you are. Okay, do we
1: take one more, or do you guys want to answer this too? I think we can take one more. Okay, let's take one more then. How many more people do we have? Two people. Okay. Okay, let's take the two then.
3: Hi, good evening. Uh, My question is for Captain Black.
1: Um, This is my fiance, right? Congratulations. Um, Well, in our relationship, I find it very easy to make sacrifices for her. And, but sometimes I sit down and I think, I'm very logical as well. Should I do certain things? you know, how often should I, sorry, how often should I make sacrifices? When should I make sacrifices? When should I put myself first? You know, so I struggle with that sometimes, and I want to know from your own perspective, what do you think about that, and should I be selfish sometimes? It's not a problem for me, though. I'm just
0: saying, yeah. where should I draw the line, yeah. as I'm trying to understand. Thank you. Okay, good evening, everybody. Good evening. Okay, my question is for Mr. Black. Um, when you were going through all the whole back and down and everything, what kept you going? Was it your faith your for God or wanting to bring back the life you and your family started with? So was it, that okay, my character and my belief, or I know that God has brought me so far and he, still will, he will still take me further, or I want to prove to my wife or to my children that I'm, I'm a man, and I can, also, I can do good and do better, yeah.
1: OK. Are we taking all questions?
3: Yeah.
4: Oh, we still have one
3: more. Start. OK.
4: Hopefully. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for doing
1: this. Um, my question is more individualistic, right? Um, I don't know if you guys were the first people that you dated before you got married, right? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you said something about being bare with each other and being vulnerable. How do you go from being that with someone else prior to meeting this person and not wanting to bleed on this new person that you've met, but still wanting to be vulnerable? But I mean, because you've been hurt before and you're probably scared of giving this new person your all just like you did to the prior person. Um, and you also don't want to enter into a relationship after us, you understand? How do you move past that barrier that you've built to keep yourself safe because you've been hurt before into this new relationship that you have?
4: Yeah.
2: Okay, so I will start with your question. Okay.
4: This, her, yeah.
2: Um, So you talked about money. Container and content, yeah. Container and content. Um, The truth about it is, I said it before, I was looking for something deeper than just financial security. um, Because, again, I also knew that I was a hard worker, right? I have always been a go-getter, and I knew that uh, if, last, last, I'm going to have money, (laughs) right? And so money was not my goal. So I always say that you can always... Make sure that the person that, that, you're, that you're with is a person that you know has the qualities in a partner that you want, right? So this plus, you know, you're attracted to the person. Um, you know, the person is, has the fear of God because all these other things, they will come. Did it come for us? Absolutely. Right? But that was not what I was focusing on. And you shouldn't focus on that. It is important because there are some people who just feel like, you know, money's not important. You know, we have some crazy theology, some crazy, you know, a, a, a mindset about about money and finances. But making sure that you're on the same wavelength as this person and you can both conquer the world together. So don't, you can and and, and, and we started in a small one bedroom apartment, in a, a two bedroom apartment in Antony Village. Like, don't aim for, you know how we always, yeah. You want something big, but it's okay. You can start small. There's nothing wrong with it. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. To say you know you have to live in a certain place, you have to. I wasn't into all of that, and I, and I always encourage people not to be into that because now, today, our story is different, right? So you you won't always end up. You always be there. It will take some time for some people faster, some some people a little bit slower. But at the end of the day, you shall be okay. The goal is not to be. For my own goal is not to be bowling. My goal is to be happy. Do I have that? Yes. And along the way, money comes. Okay. So I think you should answer this question because um, she about like she also talks about like social media and stuff and sharing and all that kind of stuff.
3: Okay. So and you know, it's going to be very difficult. Uh, when I met Bumi, I wasn't very big on social media, I wasn't very big on Instagram, I wasn't very big on on sharing, taking, eating food, and before you touch it, you take a picture of Pam, you know? And then, you know, all that was just weird to me, it was like, it was too much. Even till now, she does it, she would just switch her camera on and be like, hey, Captain Black, and I'd be like, what do you expect me to do, start dancing, or, you, know, you know? So, she does it, but uh, I think, yeah, I think uh, I, I tell people I said she she doesn't she doesn't get on my nerves anymore. She dances on my nerves. And uh, and I, I you you get to tolerate it. So it's part of that's love, right? So if she wants to put the camera in my face But why, 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 did, you, why did you start embracing yeah, Okay, so why did I start embracing it? It just became like Baby steps, it just became a part of us, right? It just became a part of life, I would say. You know, it's um, social media to be honest has helped Shredder Gang a lot to grow as a business. And um, I'm a very conservative guy, like typical Nigerian guy. When we started Shredder Gang, um, people hadn't started a lot of business on Instagram, so for me. How you just see somebody's picture on social media? The person says you pay money, you two are there. You just go and transfer money. And then, what if they don't deliver? They don't say to you, what's gonna happen? You can't arrest the person on the social media. You know. But people trust us to deliver on our product, to deliver on our promises, on our business. And I felt like, wow, there are lots of people that trust us out there to do what we say we're going to do. We might as well start trusting people, right, to do what they say they are going to do, and we find ourselves shopping, doing grocery shopping on over some vendor on, on Instagram or buying this or buying that, and delivery man is coming to deliver. And life has changed in the past five years in Nigeria. It was never like that. No, we couldn't trust each other. It was, it was not possible. So um, all that. I think also affected my perspective to social media, how people see you, how you see people. I mean, the truth is, a lot of people just want to see uh, somebody as a role model. They might not have a dad or an uncle or anything. They just want to randomly send you a message on, on Instagram. And I always find time to send a message back you know, of course, sometimes you'll find people sending an account number, please bless me. You know, you know, that happens, but genuinely, there are lots of people that decided to go down this career or are inspired in marriage or whatever just because you shared, and it is part of our responsibility as Christians to share. You find people, I mean, social, you have people in the, in the music industry sharing stories about cheating on women and some people releasing sex, sex tapes and everybody's praising this and that. And people are getting excited over the wrong things because the people that God has placed in positions to share are not talking. They're not talking, There are young people, it's not just us, There are young people in Lagos that have good marriages. They're not talking, they're not sharing, they're not taking pictures. Nobody's saying anything. So if people don't talk about what is good in marriage, what is good in being faithful, in being a loving husband, they are talking about these things, there's nobody talking about it, then who are we going to look up to? Are am going to look up to whoever is the vibe of the time? And he probably is not a Christian. So it is, in a way, I opened up to the to so that aspect that I actually is my responsibility. I'm not going to go and put my passport data page on social media, of course. But I'm saying I have to share my perspective of my own life and my own journey. It is my responsibility. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Thank you very much.
3: Good? Yes. Yes. About uh, sacrifice. sacrifice and boundaries, um, to be honest, um, I, OK. I was getting married and I was telling, I don't know whether you are here when we talked about that, or keep uh, secret money. Your husband should not know about this money or your wife should not know about this money. Um, um, What else? We're talking about sacrifices, boundaries, right? How does he know? Yeah, how does he know how to set some boundaries? Um, When we got married, no, yeah, like limit your sacrifices. Yeah. How, how do you, how you draw the line, right? How you, yeah. So um, we got married and she says, I'm quiet in the morning, I like my own space. So I wake up, maybe I go to the toilet, I'm there just meditating or just thinking about what I want to do. And then somebody just comes in. So what do you think? This happened yesterday, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Auntie, I'm in the toilet. Like, you know, so I learned early, 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 early that in marriage, there's no, there's no personal space. You're not going to have personal space, especially when you, once you're married. The, the, two, the one bedroom or two bedroom apartment is not going to be big enough for you to have personal space. I'm saying that physically because also emotionally, you're not going to have personal space. It's your responsibility to be selfless. The world is preaching that it is a bad thing for you to be selfish. To be selfless sorry it's, it the world is preaching that for you to go out of your way for your partner ah she's going to take advantage of you if you're in canada abroad oh after three years she'll file for divorce she'll get the house she'll get the car she'll get custody of the children those are things that are happening in the world so that is what the world is preaching to you so because of that keep keep your own guard yourself guard money Keep money. Don't give up. If she says, oh, she takes advantage of you in your mind, you're like, ah, you did did take advantage of me 100%. I kept 20%. You know? So um, be selfless. But it's not something that's going to happen in one day, it's going to be baby steps. You're just getting married, things will happen. You would slowly but surely start to be selfless and more selfless and more selfless for each other there's no way your marriage will not work if you are not selfless with each other you do what you need to do for her she does what she needs to do for you it's going to work again it's logical it's not rocket science yes you pray you come to church you do everything but if you have each other's back your marriage will thrive
5: Thank you. Okay.
1: His question?
3: Yes. Um, how did I manage in, during, during that phase? Um, yeah, is it an ego thing? I think there are many things that factors that are important. Of course, prayer. She talked about fasting. Um, I don't have friends. I don't have a lot of friends. I have brothers. So what I mean by that is I, has, I surround myself with people that I can be 100% open with. I can tell you what's going on in my life. If I cannot tell you what's going on in my life and I am not confident that you can advise me positively, you are not in my space. So what I mean by that is I'm not going to tell somebody that, oh, um, I lost my job and now I go home, there's no food in the house, can you imagine? And then and the, the guy says, what are you talking about? You kick out of the house. This is because you don't have money. You know, that kind of thing. So it is important that you surround yourself with people that elevate you. Not not only your wife. I'm, I'm talking about externally. Because when things happen, those are the people that will also support you. Will guide your mind to say, oh, she didn't mean it this way. She didn't mean it that way. Things will happen. Misunderstandings will happen. But people around you that are, I call them pillars of life. And it's just like your palm. I say five pillars of life. So for me, it's, my, it's God, my family, my wife, my kids, my career, for example. And your fingers are never going to be the same length. So at some point, your career, your career might be thriving. Um, your personal life might not be fantastic. Your kids might be doing well. Your external family might not be thriving. In life, things happen. Everything is not going to grow at the same points. But the way God has designed it is that at the end of the day, your life will be balanced, just like your, just like your palm you can pick something up, you can drive, you can pick up a glass of water and not be uncomfortable. So despite whatever challenges you are going in all areas of your life, your pillars of life, you would always be comfortable. God never said we won't have challenges. We'll have challenges, but we will thrive in those challenges. So um, how did I survive? Of course, with God and a support system, that's all I'm, ta- I'm saying. With my support system, with my pillars of my life, I, I look at my kids, I'm happy spending time with my kids. I took advantage of that time, I bonded a lot with my wife during that, during that phase. I, like I said, I worked for her. In some cases, end of the month, she'll pay everybody, she'll forget to pay me. I'll say, uh, auntie, please you have not transferred my salary. You know, and she will giggle, i say, I'm not paying you this month. I'll say, <laughs> you know, it's not vital, but you will pay the money, you know so things like that happen and we laughed over it and we bonded and a lot of trust and love came out of that situation so um yeah you, you need to find things that will support your marriage support your home values and qualities then yeah. so, bearing it all and
1: sharing <coughs> yeah. um you
2: were talking about you know being open with the next person that you're with, you know, making sure that you don't bleed on them, and just you know being vulnerable, and being open to give as much to the next person. One of the things I'll say is that make sure you heal. You know, lots of people don't heal from relationships before they move to the next one, or they think that they've healed, and they end up getting there, and they're just like, ah, oh, what is this, all this stuff that is going back. And I know that sometimes there's a little bit of residue um, from old relationships that kind of sometimes show up in the next one, but healing is very, very important. Um, where you make sure that with God, right? I, I say this all the time. I say time does not heal wounds, wounds. Jesus does. Um, so you can say, oh, I left somebody two years ago and I think I should be fine, I think I'm okay. And then you get to the next relationship and you find out that you're bleeding on them because you're actually not healed. But again, I said there are sometimes that you're healed but there, there maybe it's just some residue that's showing up. But it's just understanding that this is human. This is human life, this happens, right? But it's just giving, giving hope a chance to say, I'm just going to open up myself to this person. I was hurt before I met, I I went through a very bad breakup before I met my husband, right? And in fact, I went on a man fast. I remember saying, you know what? I don't want to have anything to do with any man. I just want to be on my own. I just, I, you know, because I didn't want to be in another relationship and, you know, be like feeling like something, the same thing was going to happen to me again. But honestly, I just spent that time with God, just healing. And by the time he came along, were there fears here and there, of course, what is, is trusting and hoping. That's just what relationship is about. It's having faith. Right? Having faith in one another. So having faith that you have chosen the right person for you and just giving it a chance. Right? That's what I'll say.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> Guys, can we please put our hands together and appreciate Captain Black and J. So good, so much has been shared I, I, and I, I believe very strongly that you know, we've been liberated. Um, I don't know what it is you came with, I don't even know where, what face of life you are at, whether relationally, um, a love relationship, whether it's your marriage, whether it's a business relationship, um, whether it's a sibling relationship or an authority type uh, relationship, mentor to mentee, parental type relation. I believe that there, there's wisdom that has been released um, through this wonderful people that you can leverage and apply in your own situation. I'm just going to ask, can you please just say a word of prayer with us uh, and then we'll bring the service to a close. Jesus' yeah. name,
2: in Jesus' name, Father, we thank you for this evening, we thank you for um, just these conversations that we've had with one another, just learning about relationships, learning about um, communication, conflict resolution, and Father, you know each and every person in this room that was here and that is still here, God, and Father, I ask, Lord God, that you meet them at the point of their need, God, that You know exactly what they need, when they need it, how they need it, and I ask, Lord God, um, that You meet them in the name of Jesus. For questions that they have in their hearts, that even if we didn't touch on it today, Lord God, that Holy Spirit will come alongside of them and give them um, solutions to their, their the questions in their hearts or the issues that they are facing in the name of Jesus. In as much as we have shared our story, God, I ask, Lord God, that. This will just kind of be a launching pad into conversations that they would have with you in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, I speak a calm to any um, storm in any relationship right now in the name of Jesus. I ask that you give them perspective, that you give them healing, that you bring uh, clarity. And, Father, I pray, Lord God, that if there's any confusion in the minds of everyone, Lord, that you will bring peace in the name of Jesus. Peace that passes all understanding, God, in the name of Jesus. And that we'll know that we are loved perfectly by you in the name of Jesus. And even as we go into this love week, where we're going to be seeing a lot of stuff here and there on social media. But I ask the Lord that um, that the people in this room will not feel tensioned if they don't have anybody to give them a Valentine's or show them some sort of love, but that they will know that you love them wholeheartedly in the name of Jesus. And that your time is the best time for them in the name of Jesus. But I thank you, Lord God, that you are settling in the hearts of people who are looking forward to a life partner and just maybe getting a little bit antsy, getting anxious that you bring peace in Amen. the name of Jesus, Amen. in Jesus' mighty name.
1: Amen. 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 Please can we celebrate them? Put your hands together.
0: Thank you for listening to a message from the life Point Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.